All right, let's agree to disagree because we can we can talk about this for a long time. I love Lemieux. I think he, he's great. But I honestly think Crosby's already surpassed him. You lose. Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's go somewhere else. Are you ready to listen to a podcast? Welcome to the Nothing Podcast with Jody and John Z. Find, subscribe, and listen to podcasts about everything and nothing. Nothingpodcast.io. Now you can start listening. All right, hit record. It's recording. Lead so us in. I'm starting this off. Yeah, you are. All right, let's do this. Welcome to the Nothing Podcast. Um, I'm Joe. Woo. There's John there. And we got lots to talk about because the uh, first round of playoffs are over. But before we get that, get to that, we got to start with some follow-up. We had a question from a listener by the name of Code19. I, I'm assuming he's of non-white origin as well because <laughs> we had a little exchange last week, John. And uh, <laughs> your comments were, you can tell who the Canadian is because I don't wear gloves, apparently. So, Code19 asks, who's the better hockey player? Depends. Are we on skates? Uh, either or. I, I, I can already answer. I don't think it matters <laughs> if we're on skates or not. <laughs> ball, ball hockey, I'll, I'll, I'll kill you every time. You want to? You want to? I think we should do this. You really want to play hockey against me? Yep. Yes, let's do this. Are we putting this on the board? We'll put this on the board. No problem. I don't problem. know how this is going to go on the board, but we'll play. Yeah, we'll play ball hockey one day. All right. That sounds like fun. I used to play ball hockey all throughout high school and college until I met you, and then I started playing volleyball. All right. I'm just saying. I, I, I'm just. I'm just saying. I don't need skates to beat you. <laughs> Okay, how about, I can't stop what if on we're skates. on the ice? <laughs> no, you'd beat me on the ice, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't stop on skates at all. <laughs> and you call yourself a Canadian. That's true. <laughs> all right, tell us about the Raps today. How'd they do? The Raps actually didn't turn the ball over 20 times, so they won. Imagine that. Nice. So they're up three that's, games to two now? They're up three games to two. It, it's, it, that's pretty much the game right there. They just didn't turn the ball over as much, and they, they played well. They've been playing well all, se- all series. It's just they didn't turn the ball over, so miraculously they won the game. So they just controlled the ball more. What do you think their problem is in Washington? Oh, I, I can tell you exactly what their problem was. Uh, it was Demar Derozan trying to play hero ball and pl- trying to be Kobe Bryant, and it like he does all the time. That's what he did last year, and turnovers. But it was what pissed me off the most was uh, Demar Derozan. He was like. Oh, you know what I'm going to be? Kobe! Is it just Amar? How about Kyle? Kyle, he kind of just does the same thing every year in the playoffs. He kind of drives and throws up a layup, doesn't hit threes. That's just kind of what he does in the playoffs. <laughs> I'm kind of used to that. But it's, it's mostly because mostly they turn the ball over like 17 times. Legit 17 times. Um, every game and. They did it all series except for this game. Uh, except for this game, they only had ten turnovers. John Wall had seven turnovers himself this game, so that's why. So, uh, what what are their chances of winning in Washington? Or are we coming back home for Game Seven? Um, I'm not actually sure. Um, I, I think I think I would like them to just just no Game Seven. You know it. 
Game seven's not a very good thing in Toronto, from uh, from what I've heard. Apparently not. <laughs> Let's get right into it. Bruins Leafs game seven just finished a couple hours ago. My kids, well, my boy stayed up to watch the whole thing. My daughter fell asleep uh, as expect- as expected, but um, you know, shades of five years ago, going into the third with a. 4-3 lead, which I'm not even sure they deserve to have to begin with. Not that the Bruins were playing well. They were not playing well either, and Rask looked downright pedestrian. I mean, you know I, who he looked like? I, he looked like Andrew Raycroft. That's what he looked like. <laughs> Let's not bring that up. I'm a little sour on that one, too. Um, yeah, so Toronto had a 4-3 lead after two, after a pretty goal by Sammy, or Sammy, <laughs> I'm old. That's why I said Sammy Kapanen. Kasperi Kapanen's uh, beautiful shorthandy. Um, yeah. And they look like they're not in cruise control, but they look like they're in good position to, uh, you know, finish it off. But that's the third period started. And I don't know what was said in the locker room, but they decided to quit. Even though they had the lead, <laughs> I think they just they thought they had it in the bag. When there's when there's when there's seven goals scored in the first two periods, it, you just know how the game's going to go. There's going to be more scoring. I actually expected them to tie it up and go into overtime. To be honest with you, just because Rask was terrible this game. Yeah, he was. So I I, I don't know what happened there, and I mean Gardner again. He is a coin flip sometimes. Sometimes he's fantastic. Sometimes he played. Le- he plays like he did today in Game 7. I- I'm not going to blame him on that DeBrusque goal. Uh, he did turn the wrong way. Eh, he-, he got back. He was there. And he he hit him. DeBrusque got like a maybe a quarter of a shot off. It wasn't that hard. You watch that replay. Anderson should have had that. Anderson definitely should have had it. So I'll give you that. I mean, there's that. nowhere for DeBrus to go, clearly, because he got smoked right after he shot it. Yep. So there's just literally not many places for that puck to go. Yeah, Anderson didn't have the greatest game either, but this is kind of what I've been saying since we started this podcast, that Anderson isn't that good. And he has games where he can he can steal maybe a period, but he can never steal a whole game. He stole the last game. What are you talking about? No, he didn't. He stole the last period. Game six? Yeah. No. He, he stole the last period when Boston outplayed them. Boston outplayed Toronto the entire series. The only reason that, we're, that we went to say seven games was because of Anderson. No, game three, Toronto actually showed up and played offense and chased Rask from the net. And they still barely hung on. So, uh, about yeah, that know, bet... so let's get to the bet in a second you know what i'm really happy about toronto losing and i'm not going to say just because you know you're a leaf fan because i really i don't care one way or the other if the leafs um win or lose i am a habs fan and i it it is what it is but you know what i'm really excited about all of the social media going away (laughs) i don't want to see any leafs this and the canadians suck yeah i get it i get it we had a we had a bad season of the the canadians so it's not like i need to see a whole bunch of leaf memes and how the leafs are great blah 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 right now 
you know who Austin Matthews is turning out more to be like than Sidney Crosby? Alexander Ovechkin. Can't get out of the first round until this year. That, so that's okay. We're not leaving the Leafs yet. So hold on. <laughs> I, I was chatting with my, my brother after the game. Yeah. I said, like, he's, remember, he's only 20 years old. So I hope he does what Crosby does, did, which is take the experience of losing the playoffs, losing the first few years, and learn from it. Because it is a different game in the playoffs. And it's clear he did not adjust to the playoff game. I don't know if he's still hurt or something, but he looked slow today too. I, I don't I don't know what's going on. Well, maybe we'll find out in the coming weeks if there oh, was maybe. something going on. Or he just wasn't able to adjust to the playoff game. And maybe... So my hope is like it, it'll be worth first-round exits last year and this year if he learns to play in the playoffs for the coming years. Then it would be all worth it for me. But... If this is all he's got for the playoffs for the rest of his career, <laughs> we're in trouble. He's 20 years old. He's probably just soft in the playoffs right now. He's going to get stronger and he'll get better. But what I'm saying, he he didn't show me anything to get exciting get, get excited about. No, I, he was literally invisible to me for this almost the entire series. Him and Nylander, both of them. Yeah, Marner and, picked it up. It's like, of course he did. Why? Why? Of course, he did. He's he's the same age. He's young. He's yeah. He's but he's he's got a different motor than those two. True. Like true. Mo- he, his motor's always going. He's always all over the ice. He's he's the guy who makes things tick. If 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 Austin Matthews had the same motor as Mitch Marner, can you imagine what kind of player he would be? Oh, I I know. He would be on the same level as a Sidney Crosby. I just don't think he is on the same level. I think he's a tiered below. I think he's a good player. I just don't think he's going to be a Sidney Crosby player until he learns how to play with the same motor. I agree. Um, and Nylander is very similar, but I think worse than Matthews in that he, you can like he's clearly skilled, but he, he kind of just cruises on his skill, and he's he's just happy to be at that level. He doesn't take it up a notch ever. It doesn't seem. <laughs> Like, it doesn't matter. Playoff game, regular season game, his game looks exactly the same to me. See, what I what I don't like about Nylander's game is he plays relatively similar to his father. By that, I mean his father was a very finesse kind of player. Didn't go into the boards, didn't do anything like that. Just, he was a very good player. But what did he win? I, I don't have a problem with finesse players. You cannot have... A whole team of, you know, Matt Martins and Zach Hyman's no. and Connor Brown. You have to have a good mix, and you need that finesse. You need that scoring touch, but you need that finesse to pick it up a, you know, pick it up a bit for the playoffs because you are going to get hit a little harder. Not going to have a, as much time, and I, I don't know if this is just a learning process. Hopefully it is, and hopefully they they both learn that you you gotta. Maybe Marner's still pretty fresh off Memorial, right? Was it two years removed from the Memorial Cup? Yeah. And what did the other two do, right? Nylander was at the Marlies for a couple years. And Austin Matthews was over in Europe. I don't think it had that same kind of intensity. Whereas Marner has already had experience of that intensity of just, you got to switch gears. You cannot play the way you play 
now. No, and I think that take a look at Boston. Boston had similar younger type of players. They played differently. Th- their game was different. DeBrusque like looked faster in the playoffs than he did in the regular right. season, and he's a fast kid to begin with. Right, and this is and this is what I'm trying to get at. But their motors are different. It's like it's like watching. I this is going to go to a big Homer thing, but when you watch Brendan Gallagher from the Canadians play, he's always going because he has to go. He's smaller players. Same thing with Mitch Marner. Smaller players, they have to go. They have to go fast. They have to. Their motor always has to be going. I think that I think Austin Matthews just pretty much was. I don't want to say coasting because I don't think he was coasting because he's obviously trying to be good, but I just think that he he didn't find his playoff game. So how much does this have to do with leadership? So you look at the Bruins, you got Chara and Bergeron. I yeah. mean, there's two world class class players right there, and you know they basically take the young kids under their wing and say, "This is what you have to do." Isn't that what you in just the playoffs? But just paid your boy Ron Hainsey. Not not Ron Hainsey. Marlowe was brought in for that role. And Marlowe. Marlowe, he's got two goals today. I mean, he still, he's not, uh, he's not a Bergeron or a Chara. I, like he's apparently really quiet in the dressing room. So I don't know if leading by example is enough. You need somebody to just grab you and say, "Listen, it's the playoffs. This is what you got to do." Yeah, you do. You There's do nobody need that. on the Leafs that can do that, except for maybe Ron Hainsey. But even then. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Ron Hainsey's. You know my my view on Ron Hainsey. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, dude, I I think they put up a good fight, but I think that I I don't want to say that I told you so, but I kind of told you so. Well, you, you knew I was going to pick the Leafs out of emotion, so let's get to this bracket. <laughs> let's get back to this bracket. All right. So what do we have in the East here? We have You're such Tampa an Bay over New character. Jersey in five. Uh, I believe I said Tampa in five. Uh, yep. And I believe you said four or five as well, so we're good there. Obviously, you got the Boston pick. Yep. <laughs> I guess I picked the emotional Toronto pick, but I'm, I'm going to. That's going to happen. So let's look at Capitals and uh, Columbus. I believe I picked Capitals in six. I, I might have said six, seven. I think you did, yep. And... You said Borowski could steal the series. Did you end up picking? No, you ended up picking Columbus, but now your pick is the the Capitals is the dark horse. <laughs> yeah, so I I did end up picking Columbus, but just because you picked the Capitals, I had to pick the other one. You don't have to, but okay. No, so, I had to at that point, just because you know I wanted to. I just wanted to say Borowski, like uh, J J and Dan, J and Dan, yeah. All right, so then, and we both picked Pittsburgh to destroy Philly, and they did. I I was surprised Philly even got two wins. To be honest, me too. And uh, I mean, the goaltending in that series was pretty bad. (laughs) Yeah, it was almost as bad as Boston Toronto. (laughs) And if you go to the West, uh, you really, really dropped the ball on the Ducks, and I really, really dropped the ball on LA. That's right, I sure did. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, so we we have Vegas uh, and. San Jose sweeping, and then the other bracket. You had the Jets as well. You had the Jets in four. Yeah, I had the Jets in I think five or six, something like. Oh that. no, I, I had it at five, and I switched to four because 
it was announced that Suter wasn't coming back at all, so I figured they're not going to even win a game without Suter. But they did. Yeah. And, and then the surprise of the playoffs here, I think, is Avalanche winning two games. It wasn't a surprise to one of us. But they still lost. But they still <laughs> lost. I, I did tell you that they were going to win one, uh, win another one. You did. You did. So it looks like I am – I missed a, I missed two there, right? I missed San Jose and Boston, obviously, because I'm going to pick Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But now well, that Toronto's are... out, I can actually pick with my brain. We're, we're all tied up then is what you're trying to get at here. So let's uh, – are we going to do our predictions or what? Oh, yeah. All right. Thank so you. we got Tampa, Boston. You go first. It's. I think it's going to be Boston. You do? Good. Because yeah. I think it's going to be Tampa. Perfect. Because I, I I know they just beat my team. And it's not, it's not like I'm picking the other team just because. But I'm picking Tampa because – the Bruins did not look that good. They looked pretty good in those first two games. Yeah, <laughs> not not that not even the second. Rask still gave up three or three goals. Yeah, the Rask wasn't playing very well. Like Rask is not looking that great. I don't. Maybe he'll turn it around against a better team. Like maybe it's because he just plays to the level of his op- opponent. I don't know. <laughs> but they're not looking that impressive. They're very. I mean, you got a, some a good fourth grinding line. You got. Obviously, the top line in Bergeron, Pasternak, and uh, Marchand. But after that, in between, I don't know. Krejci hasn't done anything. Yet. <laughs> you, you were picking Boston. I'm picking Tampa. Uh, I'm saying Tampa in six. I say Boston in six. All right. So, Pittsburgh, Washington. So, I think you're going to pick Pittsburgh. And I think Pittsburgh is probably going to win just because of what I want to happen in the next round. <laughs> but, um, but I really, 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 really want the Capitals to win. Do you like, want them to win because you want o- o- Ovi to win something? And you feel bad for him or something? Maybe not feel bad, but I think that he's kind of the underdog this year. Like last year, they, they won the President's Trophy. They were on top, you know. The last few years, they've been kind of a really top team. And even this year, they're kind of a top team. But I think they're flying on, under the radar a little bit. But they they're, they're the, they have home uh, advantage, don't they? They finished ahead of Pittsburgh. Yeah, they did. But I still think that people are, are not taking them seriously. So by the standings, they're the favorites. But yeah, by but everyone else, basically, it's Pittsburgh. I guarantee you that Vegas has Pittsburgh winning this over the Capitals. And that's purely based on history, right? <laughs> exactly. But I think the Capitals have a chance here. Yeah. I mean, if Pittsburgh's goaltending <laughs> doesn't sharpen up. Right? So that's that's my guess. I'm going to go Capitals uh, Capitals and seven. I have to say seven just because I think Pittsburgh's going to probably win. But I actually was going to say Pittsburgh and seven. I, I don't think it's going to be uh, like a blowout or anything. I think it's going to be tight. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's going to be interesting. I, and it's and it's Crosby, so it's kind of fun. Oh, and Malkin is out for the first game. Yes. And Hagelin is out because he got smoked by Giroux. <laughs> Destroyed. It was a good hit. It was a good solid hit. So I can't... I don't know. What are you going to do? All right, let's get out to, to the West. Let's start with San Jose Vegas. What do you got? I want Vegas to win so bad. I, I want, want Vegas. I want them to win too, but 
and I'm, I'm this is my emotional pick vegas I, I want them to win so i am choosing them to win I, it's not an That's, emotional pick for me i'm picking vegas in six did, all right i'm gonna pick vegas as well in, I, um i don't know five vegas in five look at you let's, let's do it here's the let's toughest do. one of the bracket right now, of the second round nashville and winnipeg this is i mean they they want this bracket style so that you can you know pick your picks all the way through to the finals because there's no reseeding like like they used to so now you have the two top teams in the league meeting in the second round nashville winnipeg give it to me i don't want pk suban to go to the finals that's <laughs> so bad i don't you mean mike fisher you mean mike fisher you know what mike fisher i hate him for completely other different reasons um i don't hate him i'm just saying i hate him i hate him i know i'm just i'm bringing him bringing him up because of you <laughs> i i don't hate him because he's a bad guy i hate him because he's got carrie underwood oh you, oh you hate him because you're jealous that's right yeah um so anyways um but good luck to him and uh his next retirement um, right after this round, because I'm going with Winnipeg in six. Winnipeg in six. Hey, this is tough, dude. <laughs> I I think it's gonna go seven. I'm picking. If I'm picking with my heart, I'm picking Winnipeg. If I'm picking with my brain, I'm picking Nashville. Well, you just said you're picking with your brain earlier. Are you gonna do that? Are you gonna come back? Come to me with the emotional side. I did. I I've picked every single one of these emotionally. So let's do it. I got Nashville in seven. So I, I picked Boston because they uh, they beat the Leafs. I picked. You just uh, picked against the Leafs. I know. <laughs> yeah, I picked uh, Washington because uh, Ovi, and I want him to win something. I picked uh, Vegas because I really want it to be uh, a Murray Flurry final, a Murray Flurry final. Which you which, can't uh, if you're picking Washington, but that's beside the point. Keep going. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I know. I none of this makes sense in anybody's. Unless you expect to lose that pick, I guess. I do expect to lose it, but uh, a Murray a Murray Flurry final would be fun. It would be um, amazing. I agree. And I picked uh, Winnipeg because uh, they're the last Canadian team. They're my emotional favorite as well, but that I got to do it. I don't know. So go. there we go. There's our picks. That's the way it is. All right. Good luck to uh, those teams in the second round. Should be good. Some good matchups here. That's right. That's uh, really good matchups, actually. <laughs> So let's let's go to uh, this bet we made because this is very fun, um, mainly because I won again. Um, no, no, no. Officially, we're now one, one. Just, that's okay. Just, this know. one, this one's way more fun because you have to post a picture to Facebook wearing a Habs jersey during the NHL draft. It's gonna be really hard to get a Habs jersey where I don't am. Don't worry, I got one. Don't worry, I got one for you. Come up for the draft. Don't don't you be worrying. All right. Let's do this. So Oh, that podcast's gonna be fun. Get a, yeah, get to post a is. picture of me in a Hab jersey. I'm Great. gonna keep it forever. <laughs> so uh yeah, let's uh that, that's fun. I like it. It's good. Alright, one more thing with hockey before we move on. Okay. There's this bleachers report. Bleacherreport.com. Yes. Ranking the top 10 NHL hockey players of all time. So we've both had a look at this. And I don't know if you want to go top-bottom or bottom-top. What do you want to do? You want to start at 10 or 1? 
Let's start, start at 10 where their rankings are. Right. So they have Crosby at 10. 10. Your thoughts? I think that he should be higher. Um, I think that uh, if he wins another cup, he should definitely be higher. I, I don't think he needs to win another cup to be higher. I'm with you. I, I have him up in the top five. I I think uh, I think he should be higher. Higher than 10, but not top higher. five? I'm not sure about top five yet. Yeah, I know there's some tough company in there, but I, I honestly don't think he has anything else to prove. Well, let's let's go through the list first, all and right. then we'll discuss them all. All right, we so got let's go. Let's number go nine, the next one. We got number nine, Bobby Hall. Yep, he's no. yeah. I, I I think I even agree with that placement. Maybe even ten. But well, well, let's let's go let's go to the let's rank them all down. Let's go all the way down, and then oh, we'll come back. All right, let's. I'll lay them all out for you. So okay. number ten, Crosby. Number nine, Bobby Hall. Number eight, Guy Lafleur. Number seven, Mark Messier. Number six, Jean Bellevue. Number five, we have the Rocket, Maurice Bouchard. Number four, Mario Lemieux. Number three, Bobby Orr. Number two, Wayne Gretzky. Number one, Gordie Howe. See, now that's... See, I don't know where you... If you're going to put Crosby in number five, or a top five, who are you taking out? Oh, here. Let, let me tell you my ordering, and then you can comment on my ordering, and then tell me your ordering. How about that? Okay. So... Uh, on this list, there's only one person I don't agree with being on the list. Period. And that would be Marc Messier. I mean, I love the guy, and he's a fantastic player and obviously one of the best leaders that has ever played the game. However, <laughs> we're talking top 10 of all time. So I would yeah. have him off the list. Who would you put in? Uh, there's many guys I would put over Marc Messier. Even like even a Sackick or an Eisman. To me, are better than him all time. Really interesting. But that's uh, I'll I'll get to that in a second. Okay. So from the top, I have Gretzky at one, Gordy Howe at two. I agree with both of those. Bobby Orr at number three. That's yep. that stays where it is. I don't have Lemieux at number four. I have him in the bottom half of the ten. I have really? him more in a yeah because at number four I have Crosby already. See, at number four, I would have Maurice the Rocket Richard. Right. For me, the Rocket goes to five for me. I think Lemieux goes to five for me. um, So, he's already at five. So, I'll I'll slot Mario at six because I have the Rocket at five. Yep. Uh, Jean Beliveau um, at seven. Guy Lafleur at eight. I'm okay with and Bobby Hell at nine I'm okay with. So I said so if we just stick on this list, Messi is at ten for me, but I mean you could even put Yager at ten. Yeah, I think I think I would interchange um Yager uh for Messier and my list would be um would be Richard at four, Mario at five um, and then I'm okay with the rest of it, except for Messier going below. Everything else you said was fine. I'll, uh, I'm, uh, with I'm Crosby at four? Hold on. Where did you... No, uh, Crosby Crosby wouldn't even be on my list. Crosby's not even on your list. Wow. I think... Uh, you know, I think Crosby... No, you know, uh, Crosby... I would put Crosby at nine. Then Bobby Hall at ten. He's been the best player in the, in the world for the last... I would say five to eight years. 
Yeah, but I can't. I don't think I can put him ahead of Guy Lafleur. There's not a chance I can put him ahead of John Beliveau just because of cups in general. He he won ten. Sure, but it, it ten. We're looking at players. I know, cups, but cups matter. Cups matter, but there's a lot to do with teams too with the cups. No, cups matter. Who's the best? Who's the best football player ever? Tell me right now. It's Tom Brady. It's not close. Okay, so and you know why? Because, <laughs> because of the Bulls? He's won the, really? Because he's got Super Bowls. That's it's the way it is. All right. If Crosby wins another cup, I'll think about putting him ahead of John Guy Lafleur, maybe. So not John Beliveau. By your your criteria, Ovechkin will never hit this list. <laughs> no, he he'll 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 make the list of top goal scorers, maybe. But, yeah. But I wouldn't put him anywhere near the top players of all time. All time, he might be in the top 50 for me. Oh, yeah. He would be in top 50 for sure. Yeah. Um, maybe even top 25. Even maybe top 20. Maybe. Uh, no, I don't know. Because when you get into the 20s and 25s, you have to start winning. Because at this point, everyone on the list is really... Has won. Not just one, but like Mario and Sydney can score, but they've won. Yes. Right? Messier, great leader, but he's won. <laughs> like everyone has won. Yeah. So at this point, you also have to win, and he's not there. Yeah, and and this is the only reason why I would even put Sidney Crosby on this list. I think, I think Crosby. Everybody gets put. You know what? I think I said that Crosby would be at ten. I think Crosby would be at nine, and then Yager would be at ten for me, and then Messier would be probably eleven. Because I think Messier deserves to be close, but not that close. Here's the thing. All right. All right. <laughs> he's only 30. He's not even done. He may he may three-peat this year. We don't know yet. Yep. So this is, I think he, he, he can only climb for me. He's already accomplished so much. And he's, he's not even close to being done. Well, we'll see. But he still has years to play. Of course. And right now, he's not on my top 10. Well, he is on my top 10. He's not on my top five. He's not. I can't do it. Right. I cannot put him. I, I cannot put him over John Beliveau. I can't put him ahead of Maurice Rocket Richard, Mario Lemieux, Lemieux. Not even close. I can't even put him close to him. Why not? Right now. Why? Because. Why? Because Le, Lemieux was a dominant player. I, Lemieux, I, Lemieux, and Gretzky in their time, it was those two guys, and that was it. They were one and two until Lemieux got hurt and the, and had cancer and things like that. It's the same storyline as Crosby, but I mean, Crosby, how many Art Rosses does he have? He, he doesn't have as many as Lemieux, right? No. So he's got hurt. He's come back, and he everyone thought he's done because he had he was still a little you know production wise he was a little slower after the what third concussion, <laughs> but then after then he just he, he's Crosby he just got back into it and. For the last whatever it is, five to eight years, he's been a top player in the world. I, w- I want you to go to Sidney Crosby and his career stats and tell me how many times he's been over a hundred points. All right, you want me to go look that up? Oh. Yeah, go look that up for me. <laughs> Just go ahead and count how many one hundred points. There shouldn't be many, so you should be able to find it. All right, career stats. 100 points. One, two, three, four, five. 
five in how many how many years has it been in the league? Thirteen. Thirteen. Do you know how many Mario Lemieux had over one hundred point seasons? Six consecutive, and then he had four more after that. That's ten. That, that I don't. I don't really. I can't. He you had can't a, compare that because you look at look at how many hundred point players there are there were versus now. Now this year, what do we have? Two. We have two hundred point players. But if he's the if he's top ten in the world, he better be breaking that list every single year. He's in the top of the league for scoring pretty much yep. every year. He is, but he's not a hundred point scorer. Why? Why does that matter? Because we're talking about hundred point scores here. It's all relative to the competition of the time you're playing. Sure, but is it like if? if, if okay, look. Yes, Mario had a lot of hundred point seasons. Did he have any two hundred point seasons? He had 199 points. No, he didn't. <laughs> I'm just saying he didn't. So that's that's look, over. That's all. That's 99 points more than Crosby did back then. How many 200 point seasons did Gretzky have? Two. Yes. Two or three. So yeah, you could have had forty players two. hundred point seasons, and Gretzky at two hundred. It's all it's relative to the era, to the time you're playing. You can't compare directly, Mar- except for the I think they played one year together, didn't they? Yeah, he Lim- came out of retirement to show uh, Crosby how to play. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> What's with all the hate with Crosby? I don't hate Crosby. I just don't think he's better than the Mew. All right. I, I I'm not even talking about. No, I'm not even talking about point production. I'm talking about watching him will his team to win. Yeah, like I think this, Mario this, Lemieux is way better in that this area. This is the stuff that Ovechkin is missing for me. I agree. I and, think I think I think that Crosby has that, but I think Lemieux had that more. Maybe it's debatable. I'm, that's just what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. So I just it, it, long story. I just think that. Here's my question. Do you think that if Lemieux was, because Lemieux was a big guy, how many points do you think he'd score? What, right now? Yes. I don't think he'd get as many as Crosby, to be honest. I think he'd get way more than Crosby because right he's now, a bigger player. If, if Right now. If, if, if he was the same age as Crosby at the age of 30. Is he the same health as what he was when he was 30, though? The game has changed. He used to sure. have a hot dog before every game. These guys today, these guys are on strict diets. They are freaking machines. Sure, but you, there's no. I, I honestly don't think Lemieux would outscore Crosby in today's league. You know what? Here, let me let me let me let me bring up Lemieux's numbers here for a second. For what the one year that he played with Crosby during the the times that you're telling me that that the league has changed. You ready for this? This was in the the year that you said that he couldn't rack it up he couldn't he couldn't do it because of you know the league has no changed, no it, blah, it, it blah, has blah, changed blah, a lot blah. even from 2005 okay so what the I'm game today to is way different is he had 22 points in 26 games and he was like 105 years old <laughs> <laughs> all right let's agree to disagree because we can we can talk about this for a long time i love lemieux I think he, he's great, but I honestly think Crosby's already surpassed him. You lose. Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's go somewhere else. All right, what do we have <laughs> up next? Do you want to stick with sports or do you want to move on? Hey, oh, I, I have I have a, a funny story for you. Okay. And I thought it was an April Fool's joke. And I thought of you because what car did you drive when, 
when you lived up here with me? Uh, Ford Focus. Right. So yep. I saw this. I ran across this article. It said, Ford to stop selling all but two car models in North America. Only two cars? Only two cars. The Mustang, because it's iconic, and another car which doesn't even exist yet. It's a non-existent car right now. So they're, they're getting rid of the Taurus, the Focus. All these cars are not going to be sold in North America anymore. The Fusion, the Fiesta, they're all gone? All gone. And right now, in terms of their sales mix, 90% of their sales comes from trucks. So well, well, are, they, the are they going to still sell trucks? Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying in North America, they're not going to sell cars anymore. Just trucks and the Mustang and this other unnamed car. Interesting. And I thought this was an April Fool's joke. And it's not? And I read it, and it's not. Apparently, it's it's coming. That's weird. What's your take on that? Uh, I think that it's... Yeah, a lot of people are going to lose their jobs. That's <laughs> what I think is going to happen. Um, that's interesting. And did they tell you why they're trying to... It's all about uh, economics, because they make so much of their money on trucks. They don't make right. enough. So they're basically saying we can do better financially if we just stop all the R&D and production right. costs of cars and just focus on trucks. And so is it kind of like, uh, not maybe, I shouldn't even put these two in the same sentence together, but uh, when Tesla is just putting out one car and focusing their attention on one car, two cars, it's not... No, no, they're a much, much, much different story because Tesla is, is cash-strapped, so they can't. They can't just start making five different models. They don't have the uh, capital to even, you know, make those make those uh, factories and plants to create those many that many cars. Well, it's the same thing when I look at uh, uh, like a company like Honda, for example. They make the Civic and the Accord. What other cars do they make? The Honda Fit, maybe. So that's three. The Fit now the Clarity. The Clarity is four. And then Clarity is fantastic. I drove it this yeah. weekend holy crap is it awesome like okay so side story on cars here because i it's one of the things that i really like cars um so i drove two plug-in hybrids this weekend and when i was up in barry last i drove a different one i drove a prius prime in barry i drove the honda ionic or the hyundai ionic here and then i drove the clarity if you were because you haven't driven any of these cars, right? Uh, I've driven a Prius before, but not the plug-in. But it's almost the same. So <laughs> if you were to rank these three, where would you rank? I'd have the Clarity number one anyways. Yes, that's where I would go to. Now, which one is number two? Uh, for Are we talking about drivability or just overall? Just overall. I would probably have Prius at number two for me. See, that's what I would have done too. Until I drove the Ionic. And? It is a really nice car. Like, because I I was going with, I'm not even going to touch the Hyundai because it's a Hyundai. Mm, I'm okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Sidebar. There's an old adage yeah. my brother used to say. You know what the problem is with uh, buying a Hyundai? You have What's to buy that? a Hyundai. Yeah. <laughs> but keep going. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is, this is the thing. Because I thought, no, I'm not doing it. And... The clarity is the over over and above winner because it's only three grand more with all the incentives off. 
the, there's just no competition for the other two. Sorry, you're just not going to compete. Can you, uh, just for um, the listeners, expand on what the Clarity is? What type of car? What is it? So all these cars are plug-in hybrids, all of them. So you, you can plug it in, and you can drive it for a certain amount of time, uh, about 60 to 80 kilometers, and then it turns into a hybrid after that. So the the Prius Prime is like a Prius, same kind of, uh, pretty much a Prius with a battery that you can do electric driving um, if you're going to go around the city or whatever like that. Um, same thing with the Ionic, pretty much the same thing. Um, just a little bit more toys uh, on that one. And then the the Clarity is like a cross-tour slash Honda Accord. Oh, there's another car from Honda, by the way, cross-tour. But keep going. <laughs> right, right, there you go. <laughs> but it, yeah. um, but the, the cross-tour and the Accord with a battery, and it's huge. So the, the back seat has so much room. It was very, very comfortable, and it had a lot of pep. It was like off the line was super fast it was great i would over and above by like miles and miles and miles you get the honda clarity okay and what kind of range are we talking with ev mode ev mode and the clarity is about the higher end so like about 80 80 kilometers ish so this wasn't by design but this kind of ties in very nicely to uh, a text message i got from my salesman yesterday they have secured a you ready for this ready just just keep in mind people i have three and a half kids they have secured, uh, they have located a Chrysler Hybrid Pacifica for me. Nice. So we're a couple of weeks away from that. Are you going to do it? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, I mean, you look at the gas prices lately. Yeah. Yeah. And be, out, be, out in BC, it's even worse. But uh, the trend is, it's not going to come back down. So we, we've been looking at the hybrid Chrysler. And if you take into that, account the fourteen thousand uh, dollar rebate from the government that takes that the price of the hybrid pacifica down to the like lower than the mid-range honda odyssey so it's hard to say no yeah and th- this car is according to the government ontario government website rated for 53 kilometers of ev driving so that should be enough for us to get to work and back or get the kids to dance and back or whatever hockey and back and for those people who are listening in canada uh the government supplements you for a charger in your garage as well up to a thousand right there's a rebate on the charge as well i don't know if uh, we'll be getting that right away we'll see um so in terms of charging this car uh it should be able to get a full charge overnight i think it's like 12 to 13 hours to get a full yep. charge it's a 16 on a regular on a regular, on a regular 120 charger. volt outlet in your garage it's a 16 kilowatt hour uh battery so it's not a huge battery if you compared to like a tesla model s 75 kilowatts 80 90 100 kilowatt hour battery right so it's much smaller obviously with a much smaller range but uh the hope is all your putzing around the city is taken care of by ev and the motor doesn't have to kick in yeah that's and that's the same thing with the clarity or the ionic or or the prius prime if you go that way so this is uh this is where we're heading so i want to tie this back into ford because okay. you, you, we see the trend, and especially in Canada with possibly carbon taxes coming, which, by the way, I'm all for. I don't mind if the gas goes to $2 a liter, as long as that money is going towards either subsidizing EV cars, putting in chargers, solar plants, wind plants, whatever. I'm, all, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Me too. So look at that trend. 
And then you look at Ford saying, uh, let's not sell cars anymore. Let's stick with our big gas guzzling trucks. Yeah. What does that equal? People losing their jobs. <laughs> People lose their jobs. That's what's going to happen. I, do you think that one of the uh, the, the cars that they aren't, um, uh, or the one of the cars that they're going to sell could be like a plug-in hybrid, maybe? Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to say it has to be. Because especially in the yeah. States, they have these rules for manufa- car manufacturers, where as a fleet... You have to meet certain, you know, uh, fuel mileage efficiencies and CO2 emissions efficiencies. So, right. however, <laughs> we have this incompetent man by the name of Scott Pruitt as the head of the EPA in the States now. And he's turning back the clock about 100 years and all his rulings. I don't know if you've kept up with this stuff. The, the latest... Uh, is that he's equating burning wood as carbon neutral. This is God. this is the head of the EPA. Uh, th- this, th- th- Trump is bringing in... Like he, he was supposed to drain the swamp. This is called draining the swamp. Let's bring a guy who has zero knowledge of the environment and put him as the head of the EPA. They have another guy they're bringing in as the head of NASA. Zero science background. I, I, I don't I don't understand what's going on. I don't get it either. I I'm I'm confused because uh, anyways, the, why are you going The point yeah, is anyways. maybe Ford is hedging their bets on the EPA just loosening all those rules. That that's my take. I'm spent. <laughs> I'm tired. Me too. <laughs> all right, well let's uh that I think that's a pretty good show. We'll, go, we'll wrap this up, I think, and uh I am looking forward to the NHL draft. I'm going to put that on my calendar is what I'm going to do. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll tag you. Can I tag you in a calendar? Sure, because I'm very sure I'm going to forget about this. Oh, don't worry. No, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. I, I'm going to make you a card and everything. Oh, before we leave, did you get your Tetris case yet? I have not. I ordered it, but it uh, it's not coming yet. Because I got mine. And I may start the bet without you. Because it looks amazing. That's okay. You can start at the bed, but it does not count until I put mine on as well. And you and tell me about this. Um, you got a black one because they didn't have white. I tried. I scoured the internet. I, I'm pretty good at this whole mm-hmm. internet thing, and uh, <laughs> I I could not find. Well, they had some white ones, but they they would say, you know, pick your model, phone model. And then pick a color. Yep. But they would never. And they, only black. No, was no. Available. There was an option for iPhone 10 case and white or you know beige or whatever the classic Game Boy color is. Yep. But none of the pictures ever showed it. It was an option on there, so I didn't trust it. Basically, I I have not oh, okay. seen like the classic coloring for of this Tetris case for the iPhone 10. Well, if it makes you feel better, I got the white one. I'm jealous. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, sucker. But it's not going to diminish this bet. <laughs> if you say so. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Sounds good. Peace outside. And we's out. Download the podcast. This has been a Nothing Podcast production. Download the podcast now. Find more at nothingpodcast.io.